0: g Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What Yo, up, what up? What,
1: what, what, what it up. do? What it do? What it
0: do, baby?
2: What it do?
1: Man, I'm in Bristol, Connecticut. That's what it's doing. How are oh. you going to be
2: up there? It's cold. It's like 13 degrees, and you're wearing a T-shirt.
1: No, I'm in the studio. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's still on, 13 degrees outside. You're on the East yeah, Coast. Went, you can't say what it do. You got to say I, ju- I, ju- 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 I
1: went from um my place of residence in Bristol mm-hmm. to the studio mm. yates picked me up my official uber driver
2: oh that's cold how you gonna he, do that to yates? he
1: pulled right up to the door and i walked right in meanwhile you give him five stars me not yet nah, meanwhile, well, i hope so meanwhile he warned me that there could potentially be
2: a snowstorm
1: Come no ahead. worse than that yeah there could potentially be uh animals approaching us Uh, if we don't pay attention as we walk through the campus. Apparently, it was have been like bear sightings or something like that on ESPN's campus. So, you know, that's what he told me.
2: Good luck with that. I
1: don't know if that was before or after he did what he do. (laughs) (laughs) If you know what I mean. (laughs) First of all,
0: you're like, the accommodations in Bristol now, I was there 20-plus years ago. There was like a Radisson Inn next to the elevator testing factory that place was. You spent a couple of days in that place, see how you feel about things. That's not like now, man. They got it hooked up in Bristol nowadays. They very got some comfortable. tight spots up yeah, there, man. Yeah, yeah. very comfortable. No, it's,
2: it's, 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 West it's Harford, Weeha—that's what we call it.
1: It's much better. But he was serious. He said that there was like bears or something. They put out something about be careful walking. What do you do okay? if that's you see just a bear? Do you run? Do you
2: just stand still? Do you what do you do if you see a bear? Man, I'm
1: extremely dark. Did you? I'm what, what does
2: that mean? <laughs> I just, I, a bear a bear can smell you, <laughs> what you? but he's frozen <laughs> why you just freeze you gotta play dead, <laughs> what, if it's day, dead. What, what if it's mean? daytime what are you gonna do then same you can't thing. just freeze you can't freeze if you that dark same, in the daytime
1: same thing <laughs> close your eyes
0: don't breathe <laughs> all right it is time for straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless guys sean What's payton yesterday, announced he is stepping away from the Saints. But let's listen carefully to what he had to say about his future.
4: Without any angle relative to, hey, what is it that you're looking for? Because, honestly, as I sit here today, and and this is okay, um, I don't know what's next. And, look, I I, I, I read the reports, and I understand – I've not spoken to anyone from a media outlet relative to doing television or radio. Maybe, maybe that opportunity arises, but every time I read something that says Look, he's in line for this job, I, I, I'll call my agent, Don, and I'll say, Don, did you hear something? Because I have not heard anything, and that's okay. I think I'd like to do that. I think I'd be pretty good at it.
0: You buying what he's selling, Key?
1: Why does he sound like he's at church getting ready to give a sermon? But um, (laughs) he, um, yeah, I I understand exactly what what Sean is talking about, Max. He, You know, there's reports always about coaches making decisions and changes and things of that nature. The man in his press conference mentioned that his name has been in reports and he's talked to his agent about that. Well, look, first of all, you know why. Because he could be a hot commodity. I'm buying the fact that he is stepping down because he wants some time and some rest, and I talked about this in late November, early December. Before anybody had it, we had it on our show that this could potentially happen. And so when I look at that, as I said yesterday, you got to think that there will be several job openings next year. When you've coached for as long as he's coached in one spot, sometimes you get burned out and you want to recharge your battery, and in order to be able to do that, you take a step away and you go do whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's pursue a job in in television so you can stay close to the game and stay close to the rosters and understand what teams are doing so then when you come back, you are not missing anything opposed to just going dark for a year. He's not coaching for anybody this season. In 2022 of September, Sean Payton will not be on anyone's sidelines. In 2023,
0: he will certainly be on a sideline. And line. that's what you – you that was – that actually lines up very well with the idea that what you said yesterday, this could be it for Mike McCarthy with the Cowboys if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, Jay.
2: It was a gracious exit, what I heard yesterday. I mean, first off, his presser was a long time. My man was up there just going, Key. But there's – um. Look, this is like a a chess play to me. This is I no longer want to be here. Here's how I'm going to exit the organization. But also, play back the sound very quickly, Pat, because I just want to point out something after people hear him once again. Play back for me,
4: without any angle relative to. Hey, what is it that you're looking for? Because honestly, as I sit here today, and and this is okay.
2: I don't know what's next. Here's my thing. When you hear this man speak and the more and more I heard him talk yesterday, Max and key, the more and more I thought about the differences between Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton. Mm -hmm. When I hear Sean Payton speak, he commands an audience. You listen, he is respectful, but in a way almost you fear him to a degree, right? Because of this authoritative position when he talks. When I hear Mike McCarthy speak, I think about somebody who's a little bit more timid. I'm not saying this translates to coaching styles. I'm just talking about tone. Even if it was the way he was able to articulate, hey, my guys during the prayer, it seemed like they were anxious and then taking it back. I don't get that feeling with Sean Payton. And it makes me think about the missing ingredient to the recipe for the Dallas Cowboys. You're speaking
0: as speaking as a, a an athlete who needed to stand before a coach and <sighs> be inspired or be led or be, you know, whatever the thing that that coach is giving you, you're feeling it differently from Sean Payton than Mike McCarthy. Yes,
2: Max, and I know that Dak Prescott is the leader of the team, and I know that he's the person that speaks up to everybody, but when you have a coach that has a commanding presence like Sean Payton, the more and more I heard him talk yesterday, the more and more I thought about, that's what the Dallas Cowboys need more than anything.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like, when, am I buying what he's selling? As Key said, yeah, I'm buying his plan and everything. I don't know if I'm buying the fact that he, oh, oh, shucks, my agent just said, I don't know. I don't know anyone's. I'm sure he's been contacted by several media outlets. At the very least, if there's any speculation, you're going to get on the phone, do your due diligence, be like, hey, coach going to be available? Of course, because of what you just said. Of course, he'd be good on TV. Now, he was also asked about, retirement and coaching in the future
4: i don't like the word retirement mr b didn't like it either he always said you know retirement's overrated we get sold this whole image of retirement by these investment groups on tv and golf courses and retirement and and, and so i still have a vision for for doing things in football and, and and i'll be honest with you that might be coaching again at some point i don't think it's this year i think maybe in the future but that's not where my heart is right now. It's not at all.
0: And that's understandable key. Like a lot of people think, man, if I had all this money, I would just do nothing. The, the fact is, if you've ever taken to, and by the way, I think the world because of COVID people staying home kind of experienced this, what someone who in Sean Payton's position may have experienced, which is actually you need a reason to get up in the morning. If you can, if you have something you're passionate about, you'd much rather do that than nothing. So I you know he clearly he's a, fo- he's not he's a football talking. coach. Mm-hmm. he's a football coach, yes and exactly.
1: when you coach football, you're a football coach, that's what you do until you can't do it anymore. And, and I think that's where Sean is at. Rest up, recharge your battery, come back next year, find a team uh, to be the coach. And, that, and that's what he's going to do
0: and do it well. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. From a team that just lost their head coach to another that is looking for one. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
3: slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's help, com slash unsportsmanlike.
0: Keyshawn, J. Willimax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app, ESPN2. Say, play ESPN. I'm a, I'm a, It'll play on your smart speakers. Man. Download the podcast. Hey. We get credit for downloads. Hey. The Chicago Bears are hiring Kansas City Chiefs executive director of player personnel, Ryan Poles, as the next general manager, league sources told ESPN's Adam Schefter. Rumors are out there now that Jim Caldwell could be their next head coach. That's interesting. First of all, the parking lot attendant from either the Chiefs or the Bills gets a job now and gets paid. Everyone wants a piece of that. But what do you think of the potential of Caldwell of the potential of Caldwell? for the bears. Key. It's great. I like it.
1: I like it a lot. I think you got an experienced head coach. A Super Bowl appearing head coach with the Indianapolis Colts, a playoff head coach with the Colts and the Lions. He's coached quarterbacks extremely well. Um <clears throat> Super Bowls, uh, assistant head assisted to the assistant head coach winning Super Bowl assistant head coach. I think he knows offense, he knows the quarterback position. He comes with high regard and a lot of respect. Um, I think this is what Chicago needs. They need somebody that people are going to respect, both as a coach, but also as a play caller and a a bright mind on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, It it, it makes all the sense in the world. And not only that, we have a shortage of black head coaches in the National Football League, African-American head coaches, in the football league. He checks that box, which is extremely important, whether you want to hear it or not and believe it or not. He deserves an opportunity. Should have never been fired. How about this? He was fired from Detroit. Same division. Now the Chicago Bears are potentially going to hire the same guy that took you to the playoffs the last time you were in the playoffs. Isn't that mind-boggling? That's so mind-boggling. And you go back to think about it. Right now, we have one black
0: head coach in all of the National Football League. Yeah, Key, I, let me just say, I want to talk, I, I, I've done this on TV, but I want to address this toward white people who maybe don't get that, right? And who think, well, hey, look, mm-hmm. best guy for the job. And it just so happens, because when you listen to each story of each team, it sounds plausible. They like this coach, he happened to be white, da 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 I'm talking to people who don't think of themselves as racist, right? They think, no, I'm not racist. I just, you know, this is the way I, I see it. There are 32 jobs, head coaching jobs in the NFL. The league is predominantly African-American. So uh, most of the people with the most experience in that league are African-American. One head coach. One. Is, is, is like is that, it? is that because if you don't believe that somehow one group of people intrinsically can't do something, right? If you don't believe that, you don't say, I'm not racist, then... You have to see that there's something wrong there. My question here, and you're right. Also, key to point out, I'm looking at his last four seasons in Detroit: eleven and five, seven and nine, nine and seven, nine and seven. In Detroit, and they got fired. In it, Detroit, they, like he was by the and way, they fired. in
2: the way, he, Matt Patricia. <laughs> he had one year where he went two and fourteen. Other than that, his overall record is sixty and thirty-six. Right. It's not and won a
0: Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. But but Jay, let me let me address this to you. Do you have an issue oh, wait. with Dang, he got, Huh. Man, he got two he got
1: two Super Bowl rings now. I forgot he got one with the Colts as hmm. an assistant, coaching quarterbacks, and he got another one with the Ravens, Jay. Smart yep. of you as an assistant. I forgot about
0: that yep. one. Guys, he has when you look at fourteen and two, ten and six, that one bad season, two and fourteen, eleven and five, seven and nine, nine and seven, nine and seven. He's a winning coach. And by the way, you, even if you include that terrible season. 36 and 20. He's a winning coach. Winning coach. Not 500. Sig- winning like coach. A standard deviation or two above an average coach, right? But, Jay, I want to ask you this. Given his age, that's where my, my eyebrows go up. Like Because the last time there was an African-American hire, almost as like an interim hire for the Texans, he was in his upper 60s. So what you, you know is, yes, it's a for now hire, not long-term. What about Caldwell's age? I mean –
2: There are a lot of older coaches in the league. I mean, look, it's about how are you inspiring my locker room and how are you activating my main asset in Justin Fields? You know, look, if you can do that for an extended period of time and key create the right foundation for us to eventually move on down the line, if you decide to call it quits – but I'm not going to sit here and say just because a coach is in the 60s that you can't hop. No,
0: I, I get that. I agree. He can be effective. Yes. What I'm asking is, does it make you feel a certain kind of way? No. That no, not the, at all. That the second African-American hire at head coach, or at least presently at head coach, would have a very, seem to have a very short future in the league before that position comes up Max, again. Max,
2: I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. I don't care how the hell we get our foot in the door. <laughs> I want our foot to be in the door. Well, well,
1: well let me let me answer this one for, this way for you, Max. Did we ask the same question about Bruce Arians a year ago when they hired him? We did not. So why are we even thinking that it is a short-term solution for Coach Caldwell? It it, it Coach Caldwell can
0: coach as long as he can coach. No, I I well, I think I don't think that. Well, that you're looking at it that way. What I'm saying is, Coach the Cully. Issue, they, there are plenty Coach of white Cully, coaches, right? But Coach <laughs> Cully, yeah.
1: But Coach Cully went into it knowing that he was a bridge because nobody else wanted the mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. This isn't the case with Chicago. Many people want the Chicago job. The Justin Fields. Many yeah. people didn't want the Houston job, so to speak. So it was a hey, here's an opportunity coming coach. We know there's no quarterback, we know this team is just whatever, but we don't have a choice. Here's a few million bucks, put it in your bank account. Chances are you could be fired in a few months and he was okay with that. This situation with coach Caldwell is we need to restore order in and, mm-hmm. and our young quarterback needs to understand how to be a professional quarterback in the National Football League and potentially he could be the guy to do that
0: I think you're right to point out those differences what I'm saying is that would make two African-American head coaches out of 32 jobs at the moment if he got the jobs and that would also be not for long that number could change again Brian
2: Flores Byron Leftwich
0: no I mean given his age when when Key brings up Bruce Arians there's no issue about not having enough white coaches in the league. So if he's an older guy, who cares? That never becomes an issue. He'll coach for as long as he coaches. In Caldwell's case, it makes you wonder what is their long-term plan Caldwell. at that position. Look, it's Coach so Caldwell. So it's Caldwell. He'll just yeah. coach into his 70s. Yeah,
1: it's Coach Caldwell. Possible. If if he's fired, it won't be because they saw another coach two year or or they gave him one year. That's not why uh-huh. he's if he's hired It'll he's not be a taking the job. Deal. Yeah, it's yeah. A yeah. Deal. yeah, it's a normal deal. Yeah, it's it's just a normal deal. If he's fired,
0: it's because he's been bad for three, four years, and they got to move on. That makes you, if you see a guy like Rich Passaccia, if they give him a contract, you know it's going to be the kind of this is a bridge contract, make good, and let's see what happens type deal. Potentially, right? Potentially. But if you have a if you have a big name head coach, he gets a regular you know years deal, and that would be the situation in Chicago. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. KJM. Why one coach might be the reason Tom Brady returns next season. We'll tell you who that is next. g J-Will, and Max. The Podcast. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, you can hit us up eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. You can tweet us at Key J and Max. So, I mean, this off season, and it's not even the off season yet. What's going on? The playoffs is still going on, and well, not for everybody. Brady might retire. Rodgers might be out. Sean Payton's leaving the NFC South. <clears throat> All these moves. What will have the biggest ripple effect in the, you know going forward in the NFL? So let's start with Sean Payton leaving the NFC South. Key does this whether or not it has influence over Brady's decision to return? Yeah. What does this do to the NFC South? If Brady goes and Sean Payton's not there, I'm looking at the Falcons. They did not rebuild. We, you know They did not get Matt Ryan's replacement. They got him weapons. I'm looking at the Panthers. There's opportunity. What does all this mean? Well, it means opportunity. You just said it.
1: Um, I don't know that it'll have a direct effect on Thomas Brady, but I'm sure he's now thinking, oh, okay, that's interesting. And I'm sure the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Nears officials and coaches are thinking, oh, <laughs> okay, this makes it easier for us to not have to deal with Sean Payton in New Orleans every single year because we lose to them and we go down fighting against them. Although we beat them last year and went to the Super Bowl, it still is a tough matchup. And then if I'm Atlanta, I'm looking at it saying we were in it to the end. We went 7-10. and 10. We were in it to the end. We drafted Kyle Pitts. Matt Ryan has one or two more years left for us. We could compete for the division. And the Carolina Panthers, until they started getting – banged up they were a decent football team at the start of the season Matt Rule is on the hot seat it makes him feel mm-hmm. a little bit better now he went out there and hired your former offensive coordinator and head coach of the New York football giants and I almost said Bob <laughs> McAdoo Ben McAdoo to yeah. be his offensive coordinator Shrewd. so that tells you that tells you right there that his butt's on the line because the coach you hire McAdoo as your offensive coordinator because nobody else wants the job because they know you might get fired. So they don't want to uproot their family or take a bad deal. So he was your only choice. So that division becomes essentially wide open, especially if terrific Tom decides to
2: walk away as well. Look, I think it puts even more pressure on Matt Rule. You have that whole quarterback situation. What are you doing? You know, Sam Darnold, you got Cam Newton, you know, how are you elevating that team? And now that the division seems open more than ever before, You have to go win it considering your tail is on the hot seat.
0: Especially Tepper when he bought the team. I thought it was gutsy what Tepper did. He was like, Ron Rivera, Cam Newton, it's good. We make the playoffs like every other year. We've been to a Super Bowl. I want to be great. I'm going to tear it down and try to do better. He's been unable to do better. That's the risk you take. But he seems to me to be the kind of guy who would want to actually deploy resources to take advantage of this opportunity But they seem at this moment. If I had to guess, I would say the winner of this situation, if Brady retires, if and now that Peyton is out of out of New Orleans, is the Falcons. Yeah, because they got yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly.
1: They got the veteran quarterback in the division that knows how to play. That went to a Super Bowl. So yeah, Matt Ryan would be the winner in the division. You you can kind of sense that in Carolina, Tepper's kind of. I guess you. I would. I would call it is done with Matt Rule already, mm. based on Joe Brady leaving, him getting a head uh, offensive coordinator and Ben McAdoo to come on board. When clearly, in my opinion, there's probably a million better offensive coordinator candidates out there that you can pluck from, but because they probably didn't want to entertain a a lame duck job. You had to go with a guy like that, whether you knew him previously or not. Uh The New Orleans Saints will be interesting because they still have a pretty good roster, and if they give the job to Dennis Allen, which, quite frankly, his his short tenure at Oakland for the Oakland Raiders coming over from the Denver Broncos as uh, the defensive coordinator to the head coaching under the late Al Davis didn't go as well, but Al Davis was always meddling and in the mix, and, and Dennis Allen is – a pretty good defensive coordinator who probably could be a better head coach a second time around. And I'm, I'm almost certain that he moves and slides into that role vacated by Sean Payton. If they don't, if he does not get a head coaching job somewhere else on offer and it, for whatever reason, he decides to move on from new Orleans and they bring in a guy like defensive coordinator, Detroit lions, Aaron Glenn, that was on Sean Payton's staff. That could also be, one of those situations where you're just replacing Sean Payton with somebody that spent a long time in New Orleans and understands what they want to do and has a relationship with the general manager Mickey Loomis. So it's a lot to watch in the NFC South.
2: You know, it's interesting, Key. A lot of people yesterday, the chatter online was about, "Oh, now that Sean Payton's on there, I think that means Tom Brady's going to come back." And I'm, what, what does Sean Payton have to do anything with Tom Brady? If you're Tom Brady, you're not worried, Key, about. Well, Sean Payne's not coming back, so I guess that means I'm going to come back. I mean, I
1: – It just makes it easier. That's all. It's just an easier – you know, it's almost like – I don't know who the basketball coach was at, at Duke at the time for like a North Carolina, but you used to beat up on North Carolina all the time anyway. But let's say, for instance, North Carolina was your opponent and, and you guys were back and forth, but you beat them, but you just – it was rough and tough. Then all of a sudden – you know, Coach K decided he was gonna thinking about maybe retiring, and I guess Dean Smith would be the guy. Dean Smith decided to retire. and Coach K was thinking about it. But he saw an, uh, an open window and an opportunity. Not even Coach
0: K. It's Jay Will. If you were playing, no, in the I conference. mean Jay Will. I, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah.
1: Jay Will. I, I, the reason I didn't even mention it being Jay Will because Jay Will was going to get the money. He ain't got time. To <laughs> <like a school. laughs> that was going to be my answer, by the way. Too, been, by the way. No doubt, <laughs> I'm already gone. <laughs> yeah, but, but, Jay, but, Jay but, but, going to get the money. But
0: it's a good analogy, Jay. Yeah, Jay if you were get, as I a I the
1: analogy. <laughs> I was trying.
0: To. I know we were waiting too, but it is a good analogy. As a player, if 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 a roadblock, if something just got easier. It would, it would come into the equation like, can I win a Super Bowl? How, what's it going to take? You, things just, the road got a little smoother.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, but, it's just like, Jay, it's just like a, a player going in free agency. Like, like, where do I have an opportunity to go to get there and win a championship? That, that's
2: against? fine. It's not my deciding factor. You want to hear what it you is? You know what I, it's not. It, it's yeah. It's a small piece, a yeah. very tiny piece that may make it easier, but it's not a majority of the factor, like, why I need to come back now. I mean, but, it,
0: but, he did but, leave New England because the road was getting rough, and he went to a place where the road would be smoother just because it was a better team, right?
2: But,
1: Jay, the reason that you – nostrils are flaring up is because you're paying attention to people on social media talking about something they know nothing about.
2: Mm. Well, what do I always day. tell you?
0: That's every day.
1: paying attention to those people.
0: We
2: report on things from social media, Key. It makes it hard.
0: I was going to play you some Tom Brady talking about how his family will you know, help make his decision, but we all know that already. I want to talk about Mike McCarthy. Oh, uh, Because uh, this, here's another ripple effect. Boy, that's Seat. As though it was, remember, did he Joe judge himself? He you said no. I, I think he did. <laughs> I think he No, he didn't joke, did, Joe Judge. Well, he he kept talking, and when he was done talking, however secure his seat was, a little less secure after he was done talking. I, I don't
1: think he was secure at
0: all. Oh, okay. I don't well, think
1: he was secure at all going into twenty twenty two. You you understand what I'm saying? Because, because he, he lost, lost in the first yeah. round. Yeah, yes. because he lost. So, so he was always going have a seat that turned up on him. and, and Sean Payton or no Sean Payton. But now and, there is Sean. Now there now, is yes, now Sean there's, Payton. Now there's, now there's coal. There's uh, uh, hickory wood. Yeah. There's alpine wood. Yeah, All oh, that's in the fire. then light, the
0: lighters right there. Oh, they Look, got the gasoline can. They using all that. So here's Sean Payton at his press conference talking about retirement and the possibility of coaching in the future.
4: I don't like the word retirement. Mr. B didn't like it either. He always said, you know, retirement's overrated. We get sold this whole image of retirement by these investment groups on TV and golf courses and retirement. And and, and so I still have a vision for for doing things in football. And, and, And I'll be honest with you, that might be coaching again at some point. I don't think it's this year. I think maybe in the future, but that's not where my heart is right now. It's not at all.
0: Well, I, I mean, don't think it's
2: this year. <laughs> that means I'm not coaching this year. He was but next year. I will be available. He was yeah, listening so. to
0: KGM, KJM. I say, gee, KJM yesterday morning, and he heard. He said, "Well, McCarthy won't. You know, he's not going to do that to McCarthy this year." <laughs> and He's like, "Yeah, he's right. I'm not. See, I'll do it next remember year." Remember, I was
1: telling you, Max. It's okay. When we first start having this conversation, it's hard for me to slice you in the back three weeks after the season is over. Mm-hmm. But it's not hard for me to hit you six months, seven months while the season is going on. I could hit you in January for December. That's a whole year. The whole time I'm slowly peeling the layers back. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, you get into November. By the time you get into November, if you ain't looking too hot, now, I start to peel the skins back even more. And to the point where in December, you're fired. But hey, I was in television. I didn't. Key. I was working. I, I didn't have anything to What do you mean?
2: Tell me right now, Mike McCarthy is set up for failure. It just feels like it's trending in that direction, my man. Because what's going to happen if they lead the league in penalty? penalties yeah. by the time
1: well, they get through. Don't lead the league. The penalty part of it doesn't matter.
2: I, I, yo, all I'm trying to tell you guys is that if there are issues that are happening in Dallas and people <laughs> don't feel like they're reaching their potential, that pressure alone will start a lot of these rumors with a guy like Sean Payton out we there. Oh, what the we
1: the rumors, the, the rumors, Jay, for next year, that, that ain't even a rumor. That's a fact.
2: That's a fact. It's That's crazy. That's a
1: fact that he – okay. It's a fact that – him retiring, not retiring, but stepping down yesterday, just opened up the door for him to walk in next year the moment that the Cowboys are bounced from the playoffs. The only way Mike McCarthy saves his job next year is if the Cowboys go to the NFC Championship. Yes. Game. That's the only way. But you know what? When you say the, only, that, way, the
0: only way, they're, the Cowboys have a loaded roster. But okay? wait, let me
1: finish though, Max. Go ahead. The problem that he's going to have, and he he needs to hope and pray that Dan Quinn doesn't get hired by anybody. He just got to hope and pray that Dan Quinn doesn't get hired by anybody so that the growing defense can stay intact. Because if Dan Quinn leaves, guess what he's got to do? They got to find another defensive coordinator, and now what does that do?
2: But this is where it's it's set up, because who does he need – in order to make that happen. He needs Jerry Jones to secure Dan Quinn if he gets another offer to say, no, we want you to stay here.
1: Yeah, but then that... that Okay, so what, what you just said, Jay, if Jerry Jones is going to write the check for Dan Quinn to stay, Jerry Jones is going to look at Dan Quinn as the heir apparent once he fires Mike McCarthy next year. So then it won't become Sean Payton. Right. So Jerry Jones... And Dan Quinn again. Remember what I say: coaches don't like to backstab coaches when they have jobs. That's just not the coaching fraternity. That's not how it works in the NFL. Dan Quinn is probably most people feel, including our own Adam Shefty, feels that Dan Quinn is probably going to get a job. And if Dan Quinn gets a job in that defense, failure. it's
0: going. It, it just set up for failure. Makes
1: it worse. For Mike McCarthy. Here's you. the
0: issue for Mike McCarthy. You've got a loaded roster. You've got to do better than you did, period. Yes, you know, like no you know, so, so he's got to do Here's the thing about Sean Payton. He's also a quarterback whisperer. And when you think about the Cowboys, at least when I do, one of the real issues is I know people, Dak Prescott's elite. I think Dak Prescott is the next thing to elite. And I think Jerry Jones has been looking at this team. He said, all right, you got everything now, guys. Is it Dak or is it Jason Garrett? He decided, this is a Jason Garrett problem. Get out of here. Let's bring in Mike McCarthy. And at a certain point, you might think, actually, Dak's got to get better to get us there. And if you believe that, then you're not going to keep the coach anyway, who couldn't get it done with Aaron Rodgers, who Rodgers didn't want, you're much more likely to take the coach who could reestablish Jameis Winston as as a real quarterback in the league, who had all that success with Drew Brees, and bring Sean Payton in not just to replace the things that McCarthy doesn't have right but to get Dak and therefore the team to the next level. Now, I mention Aaron Rodgers. That's the biggest non-Sean Payton ripple, right? If you t- biggest non-NFC South ripple. Tom Brady may retire, Aaron Rodgers may leave. Here is Aaron Rodgers yesterday, of course, on the Pat McAfee show.
6: I feel like I'm at I'm at the place relationally with the Packers, you know, in a really good place. Especially with uh, with Brian and the way our friendship and, and trust has has grown, where the it would be a simple conversation and whatever comes out of the conversation is moving forward. There's not going to be any weird, you know, standoff, uh, you know, war of silence or anything. It's you know, Brian and I have had good conversations throughout the year and. And when, it, you know, when it comes time to make a decision, we'll have a, we'll have a conversation and, and that'll be that. There won't be it won't be a long, drawn out process. And uh, I think that's what's best for me, for him, for the organization and for all the other decisions that need to be made.
0: OK, that sounds okay. promising in terms of their relationship, right? Oh, it's no passive aggressive nonsense and playing it through the media, though so he's doing it through the media right there. But listen to this in addition to what we just heard about his retiring. Listen to Aaron Rodgers.
6: I think the thing that you know uh, uh, I will say is that it won't be. One thing I would not do, one hundred percent, would not do is retire and then you know come back a year later. Like that's just. Okay. I don't. I don't have any desire to do that. That that makes no sense. <laughs> What's
0: so funny?
1: Because it's what true though. It doesn't make oh, you retire and come back. Like what, you don't need to do that. You go change teams. Change teams. Coaches can do it. But players, they – no, it doesn't work like that.
2: It does feel good to hear Aaron just not mince his words and be very direct about what the process is. I think it sets expectations drastically differently than what it was, you know, last year and all the kind of – the beautiful mystery surrounding this team. At least you know as a Packers fan that you're going to get a quick and decisive decision. Yeah. Now, that decision is he goes somewhere else – at least, okay, great. We know, but there's not this whole drawn-out thing, Key, where it's like, what does he mean when he says this today? What does he mean when he puts his gas in his car like this tomorrow? <laughs> what does it mean when his his fiance tweets out something? You're not trying to read between the tea leaves. You understand what it's going to be.
1: Yeah, and and that's going to happen. The reason it's this way this year versus last year, because me, that's the same. It's it's the same thing you did last year. It's nothing different, except much like you said, Jay that you get a drop-dead-date definitive answer about what it is. And that's only because of Devontae Adams' pending free agency. If they make a decision to to franchise tag for whatever reason, somebody else, he walks out, Devontae Adams walks out the door. If they elect to do nothing and pay Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams walks out the door. If they franchise tag Devontae Adams, he goes nowhere But Aaron Rodgers is in a situation where he's eating up 40 plus million dollars of salary cap space. So it's all of those sort of things that he has a decision to make on before they get to the deadline of the franchise tag. So he wants to be fair to his teammate so his teammate can do what he needs to do to make sure that he gets the bag and get paid. So Mm -hmm. that's the only thing that changes in terms of. What he's gonna do, when he gonna do it, how he gonna nobody you you know that dude might on franchise, on tag day may say I won't trade it. Y'all should go ahead and, and, and tag Devontae Adams. We talked about it. Y'all can pay him, but I won't out. Or he might say, okay, I'll redo my deal, pay Devontae Adams. So you just don't know what he's gonna do. But the one thing we do know is by franchise tag day he will have
0: made a decision. What I hear with those two clips together. The first one is communication is good now. Mm-hmm. He, that was opposite of what he was saying a year ago. Communication is bad, right? He's saying, no, relation, communication good, relationship good with the front office. Check, okay? Now the next thing is I'm not going to retire then unretire. Now why would he say that? Because that is a weapon a player has in the arsenal in his situation. It's like the nuclear option with a team if things aren't going well. It's like the next step in not reporting, right, to, or holding out. And what he's saying is, yeah, maybe last year, because communication was bad, that was a little something in my holster that, that was potentially there. I'm not, it's, that, that's, that's over with now, right? Like, I don't need, we don't need to go there. We could just work this out like men. That's what it sounded like to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if it changes. Do you guys feel like it changes the probability that he stays? It is an admission that the communication and relationship is better. Look, here's, no. I, I'm the type of
1: person, that don't want to fail and then exit. He failed. I don't believe that he wants to fail and exit. doesn't look good. You want to finish the deal. If you finish the deal, it makes it easier because I promised, I did, and I didn't deliver. And I think Aaron Rodgers would be making a mistake if he decided to go elsewhere because he didn't finish the deal. He's got to finish the deal with Green Bay.
2: Because he can't
1: well, key, what, what, finish Bowl the win.
2: deal. Didn't he win a Super Bowl?
1: Get You well, got to finish the
2: deal, good. dog. Okay, that's fine. You gotta I, I got the you a Super Bowl. Yeah, but that
1: that was a hundred years ago. It
2: doesn't matter. I got yeah. you one. No, I got you it one. And, and and what I'm saying maybe, that's it, right. does. maybe, maybe it doesn't. doesn't it doesn't matter to you. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. It's maybe it doesn't. Yeah. And maybe what matters to me is what I want to do right now. Well, yeah, I don't I mean, have to go out on the on the way you want me to go out, Key, as a fan. No question. I can leave here the way no I want to leave here to what's meaningful to what I want in my life no, now.
1: No question about that's it whatsoever. Different. But I believe that when you are sending a promise to an organization, and you re, you, you get Mike well, McCarthy basically pushed out the building because it was all his fault, and he, since he's been gone, you Latter- haven't been able to do the ESPN deal. ESPN Radio. You got to finish.
0: ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN 2. We'll tell you the difference is between Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy coming up. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast.
5: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet?